Empire. What if a fun night out could become anything and everything? The, the fans and people who attend, and it sounds like you're, you had a great time too. Um, it seems to be giving us permission to do more than just the event. And so uh, what we've done is been able to, you know, find out that the secret sauce is really connecting people. That's Yu Chang Chang, media president at Top Golf, where the future of engagement isn't just at the venue. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Yu Chang Chang has been at the forefront of media technology. He co-founded the World Golf Tour, where gamers compete in online golf simulations and more. At Top Golf, the goal isn't just to bring people to their venues with real skills and real-life socializing taking place. There, he's finding that any idea is a good idea when it comes to growth. Our guest this week is Yu Chang Cheng, who is the media president at one of my favorite places on earth, Top Golf, and it is one of those places that in 2020 I dearly miss. Thanks for joining us, Yu Chang. Thanks for being here. Absolutely, great to talk with you. Um, tell me about 2020 from Top Golf's perspective before we get into the tech and all the the stuff that you're doing. Obviously, this is an unusual year for everybody. How have you guys tried to navigate it? You know, we we just kind of go back to our core principles. So, you know, the the three things we kind of kept uh, focusing on and, and, you know, using as our North Star to get through difficult times is, you know, one is, you know, at our core, our company is here to connect people together because we, we believe that that's how we make a better world to um, help people share common ground and to make personal bonds and, you know, fight, uh, you know, any sort of loneliness or, or exclusion. And so, you know, these times have really just um, brought obviously that principle to the foreground as we're all sort of isolated away from, you know, the communities and people and activities that we'd like to do. So we focused on, you know, continuing our mission of connecting people in meaningful ways. Um, we uh, continued our focus on, on safety, um, not only for our own associates and making sure that, you know, we, we operate and open and even close in the right way um, and to take care of people and their health, um, but also for our guests. So, you know, we really focused on safety. And then the third is, um, you know, about innovation. Uh, and, you know, we pride ourselves as a company um, that, you know, likes to learn and iterate and change and grow. Um, and uh, this, these times obviously have forced that um, even more aggressively and faster and, um, you know, we, we really teach our teams and our, our, our leaders to think about, you know, how we have to adjust to kind of the new world. And so we, we just keep trying to focus on those three things and, and, and take care of, you know, our associates and our guests. You know, we have over, um, you know, close to 20,000 people working for Topgolf. So I have to say I spent a lot of my time just making sure that they're okay and they're yeah. safe and, and being taken care of. And how about the facilities? Are they open? Um, are they different now that they're open? Yeah, you know, we, it goes back to our sort of innovation. Um, you know, we, we changed a lot um, and they are all open now. So, you know, we're, we're open in, in all the 
uh, four countries with over 60 plus uh, venues. Um, they're, they're all open um, and we've adjusted. Um, and we also have, you know, over uh, uh, 6,500 uh, top tracer ranges that are operating too. So, you know, the, the majority of all of top golf footprint is, is there and operating. And we feel very fortunate about that. Okay, so let's get into um, to what you do, which is the media side of it and the entertainment side of it. Um, as a whole, from the what is the purpose of the the entertainment group as you see it in promoting the brand of Top Golf? Yeah, the you know the the media group and you know what I help lead the team on is you know this expression that our our chairman you know thought of over six years ago, Eric Anderson. Um, you know his realization was that. Um, we have this amazing venue experience, um, and that that was our first uh, hit um, and expression of the brand. Um, but the the fans and people who attend, and it sounds like you you had a great time too. Um, it seemed to be giving us permission to do more than just be a venue. And so, uh, what we've done is been able to, you know, find out that the secret sauce is really connecting people. And um, one of my main roles in the, you know, in leading company and doing is expanding beyond the venue. So how else do we connect with fans? Um, and, it, you know, in this world, it's mostly digital and it's through media and it's through content. Um, and so what we do is we spin up, uh, you know, almost like an incubator or startup type of process where, we find what our fans like and we build either programs of content, programs of experiences or new products, uh, you know, like um, games on different platforms or in Top Golf. And we, we sort of start those up and we invent them and we try them and we try to build, you know, assets that can connect with our fans when they're not in the venue. So what do your fans want? Do they want competitions? Do they want something else? What are they telling you? Yeah, so, you know, our, our research shows that um, there, there's a few main motivators of why people love us. Um, at, at the core, it is, you know, the social lubricant and, and glue that we provide that, you know, when you play top golf, um, the thing that connects everybody is that no matter what age you are or your golf level of skill, um, your, your social economical background or even political views that you, you can have a high, fun time at Top Golf um, across all our different properties. So either in our venue, um, playing WGT or at a tracer range, um, you know, it, it's something that games um, have done since the beginning of humankind, where games really help bridge um, people and, and create a, a structure where people can play and have fun. So so people who are at Topgolf really are, are into basically making social connections with each other uh, through, through play. And then we help that with some food and beverage and music. Um, but it's really uh, people who seek play either from a collaborative standpoint, uh, a social, uh, emo- emotional connection, or competition. So, you know, those are the main things that we tend to lean in on is provide those, those three types of things. I mean, it feels really unique. Um, obviously, I'm a customer. I've, I've been, and I really, I, I was a kid who went to driving ranges as as a kid a lot. I played a lot of golf, and and Top Golf to me was such a superior experience that it was more of an experience that could be inclusive, and that's why I love it. And I love 
going there, but I wonder as, as you guys try to brand out and do things that are in the digital media space and, and, and brand this differently than just being an entertaining venue, I can't think of anyone else that's doing that, that's on a customer base, that, that is taking what's happening on the site and then trying to package it out. Did you guys use anyone else as an example of who you wanted to emulate or, or was this all kind of all new to you too? No, I think it, it's been very, very intentional. Um, and, you know, some of it is, you know, we, we, we just realized very early on that the value um, is, is the platform and all the venues and all the things you can build. But if you focus on building an audience and fans, that that's what's long-term sustainable. Um, and that's, that's the, the engine and the fuel that you can do to grow your company and, and that if you keep catering to what the fans want um, and provide it in, the, in an excellent way that, you know, you can, you can provide them many different services and products and experiences over time and you can stay relevant. And so, you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, the background that I had, um, you know, working uh, with the folks over at Virgin in the past of my life, uh, World Poker Tour um, and other big brands. Um, and, you know, we just really saw the value of the audience. And, you know, we really look up to and are inspired by, you know, companies, you know, such as, you know, like Disney or um, other entertainment companies or product companies that have been able to build a community around, um, you know, what they provide and the IP that they create. So, you know, and, and sports is, is one of the most ultimate expressions of that. Um, you know, how you can take a game that is played on a field and turn that into the most, you know, avid fan base um, and to be able to uh, connect with that fan base on multiple touch points, you know, that that's really what we're doing. So, you know, uh, I, I listened to your podcast, uh, with Moon, with the 49ers, yeah. um, you know, that we do some work with. And we, we actually speak exactly the same language. We think of it very, very similarly. And um, and it, it's about connecting with the fans, and especially at this time period in this pandemic. I see the total link between Disney. It's an obvious link that you could make. And the World Poker Tour, too. I could see that, too. What was your experience at Virgin that you brought over here that has helped guide you in some of the decisions that have been made for Top Golf? Yeah, so you know, I, I worked as you know one of the close partners in, in launching Virgin Games in, in the UK, and you know that was my first exposure to you know a, a brand um, that really used their brand and the um, charity of their fans. I, I call them fans, uh, but they call them customers brand loyal customers um, and, and to take that charity and that equity that they have and to be able to all sorts of different businesses. Um, so, you know, they, they centered Virgin around, you know, creating really good value for the customer and focusing on that uh, maniacally that you have to deliver the best customer experience for whatever vertical you're in. Um, and that you you do it in a way that's a little bit irreverent and a little cheeky and um, unexpected, uh, and, and you know, and that's what Richard Brand has always been about, um, you know, not doing things the normal way, but doing it 
you know, the right way. Um, and maybe sometimes it's different and sometimes that bucks the establishment. And so, you know, that, and, and with that, um, you know, Virgin has been able to try and spin out all sorts of businesses from Virgin Wines to train to mobile to, you know, air um, and Virgin Games in, in multiple forms. Um, and I think what that has really taught me and informed my entrepreneurial world is that, you know, you're going to fail um, a lot of businesses and people can criticize Virgin for all the things that didn't work. But each one of those, they just learned a lot. Um, they built services that increased their fan base and audience and brand folks. And they always treated um, their customers well. And they continue to grow and continue to be successful over time. And that's very similar to the sort of Silicon Valley or technical iteration process about just refining and failing fast and learning and then doing it again. And, and that's what we bring to Topcall, the fact that we have a brand. And with that brand, we can spin up all different types of experiences and businesses. And some of them work and some don't. But let's not be afraid of it. I don't think I'm going to be flying on the Topgolf plane drinking the top golf wine though right i mean that's that's not coming down the line is it well uh you, you never know be surprised that we've had all those conversations <laughs> well i mean consider we have a whiteboard of the top golf plane literally listen the top golf plane sounds fun and dangerous all at the same time so <laughs> i don't know well, you know that that's some of the secret thoughts that i can tell you but it helps it helps give you a little insight in the way we think, right? Like yeah. the, the idea around the top golf plane is just that, you know, we, we think that, uh, you know, influencers and being cool is, is really important. And why couldn't we have a plane um, that would fly to areas that needed things, you know, either to help put out a fire, you know, in California or deliver food to a flood victims. And, you know, we were hit really hard by, the Houston flood several years ago, we have many associates who lost their homes and we're thinking, well, why couldn't we have a plane and help people out? And at the same time, use that plane as sort of like a media platform where, you know, we could, we can stream from there. We can, you know, you know, in exchange fly celebrities there where they want to go, but in exchange the celebrities would have to help our cause for whatever we're doing now. I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea, but it, you know that's interesting that we even have that conversation. Let's find out. <laughs> we'll find out if it's a good idea or a bad idea. Um, I want to ask you about esports. Uh, we've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about the growth and explosion of esports. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the presence that Top Golf has in that realm? Yeah, I, I think we, it's one of the most exciting parts of our business, um, and it's one of the parts that have really attracted a, a vibrant audience. Um, and so in esports, we really play two roles, which is really unique. I don't think a lot of companies do this or businesses. So on one hand, um, we have a world golf tour or WGT. So we, we are a game developer and publisher. Um, you know, it's a, it's a product that's near and dear to my heart. You know, I, I founded that company and started it, you know, in my loft and, and, you know, over 10 years now, it's still running strong and, and. Um, there's huge advantages for being, you know, the game developer and publisher of an eSport. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, like Riot and League of Legends and Rocket League, right? They, they can control their environment and the gameplay and build in features for their audience and for their streamers at a rate that, you know, other companies can't do because they don't own the game. 
So on one hand, we're nurturing, streaming, investing in, um, you know, esports competitions and streaming and content at a pretty rapid rate for, for WGT. Um, and we are truly the leader in, in golf, you know, esports, and we host 10,000 plus competitions a year. Um, you know, we have uh, arrangements with the European Tour for the E Tour, um, where we, we got, you know, over, uh, you know, um, several uh, hundred thousand participants and, and, you know, millions of hours of, of, of views uh, on that. Um, and we do stuff with the LPGA and we do stuff with the, the Open Championship, uh, which is one of the majors in golf. So, so that's one piece of it. And it, it is going extremely well. And then the other side of it is that um, we have these venues and we also have this audience that are really pretty young millennials and Gen Z, which is the primary part of our, our fan base. Um, and a lot of them don't self-identify as golfers or, or anything other than people who just like to have a good time. So, you know, if you look at the statistics and the demographics, you know, over a third of them say that they either watch or participate in esports today. And so it was just a very natural move for us to start providing them content, entertainment, and hosting esports activities at our venues um, to support their, their interests. So we, we really play on both sides um, there. And, um, you know, on the venue side and the audience side, you know, we're agnostic to whatever game. You know, we've done Madden, we've done League of Legends, we've done Fortnite. Um, you know, we've, we've done almost all the games. Um, and it's really just the demand of our audience wanting to participate in esports. And, and we provide a good venue for that. It's all really cool. I can't wait to get back out of my basement and spend a night at Top Golf, the one here locally outside of Washington, D.C. Yu Chang Cheng is the Top Golf media president. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the chat, Brett. On the next Future Sport Podcast, the return to sports in 2021 means a different stadium experience. We opened up Levi's Stadium, and one of the main pillars for us was to be innovative slash advanced in technology. And twofold for that. One, we're obviously sitting right in the heart of Silicon Valley, so pretty important to stay modernized as much as possible when you're in Silicon Valley. And then two, a lot of our partners are in that non-traditional stuff innovative space as well. That's Brent Show, Chief Revenue Officer of the San Francisco 49ers, who continue to work toward making the home of the defending NFC champs a fan-friendly experience. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com.